faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we meet pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Atchudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. While sizzling, we break forth part four. Last week, Sunday, I tried to bring us on the issue of identifying your purpose in life and staying there. Identify your calling, identify your assignment on earth, and stay there. When a man identifies what is created to do in life, you operate it with ease. By the way, the testimony of, uh, is it Michael? Michael, that was touching that he was coming from Ibadan every weekend. Come on Saturday for choir rehearsal, stay on Sunday for the service, and then goes back on Monday. And he never lagged. One thing about people that God uses, that they make sacrifices early on time. Not only sacrifices, they fight not to be replaced in their responsibilities. As a growing young man, one thing we fight for is that don't let anybody do what I'm supposed to do in the church. If I'm supposed to sweep, nobody must sweep it. If I'm supposed to drive a vehicle, I must be done time. I don't wait to be begged. That is service. Job 36, 11 and 12 say they will be and serve him. They will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. That is to say, men that serve don't beg to prosper. Show me a man who is making it as a believer today. Check back his past. You will see service. Tenacity in service. Commitment in service. You don't beg them to serve. You don't, you don't call them to come and do their work. They know their work. In fact, they are there before the time so that nobody will do it. They don't give excuse for laziness or for not doing what they ought to do. And they do it with ease, not as if grudgingly. They are not begged to do it. If they are to be in the sound, they are there on time. If they are doing better, they are there on time. If you are in ushering, protocols, greeters, they are there on time. But that's a big sacrifice. And those are the kind of sacrifice God looks up to. Those are kind of seed. I'm ready for the first time that somebody is coming from a burden every weekend. And those who are in Abikuta, you call them to come for choir Riaza. You beg them. You beg them. You have to call Toye three times. I'm joking, Otoye. I know you don't do that. Praise God, somebody in the house. Are you following me here? So service is the key. When a man is committed to service, he don't beg, he don't pray for prosperity. He just falls on your lap. It's falls on your So I was talking about break forth. And one of the keys also for breaking forth in life is service. And when a man is committed to kingdom service, envy disappears from him. Jealousy disappears. You don't, you, don't, you don't find him in jealous, in jealousy. You don't find him in competition. He's contented with his own small wall 
And don't forget, the Bible says, your beginning may be small. So every man that becomes great in life began small. Small service, small paying of your tithe, small offering. And from tithing, you change your own tithing to 20%, to 30%, to 40%. Nobody may know, but between you and God. Between you and God. Praise the Lord. I don't think you are hearing me. Proverbs chapter 13. Break forth part 4. Proverbs 13 verse number 12. Hope deferred. Can this screen work? Always check this screen. It's not on. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Some translation says, when expectations are not met, it brings sorrow. It causes despair. When expectations are dashed, hope is expectation, things you are believing for. Things you are praying for, things you are trusting God for, that is hope. Hebrews 11.2 or 12.2, it says faith is what? Substance of what? Hebrews 12.2. Can you define faith quickly? A total of you know it. Hope is, faith is what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Substance, hope for, evidence of those things you have not seen, but you are hoping for it. Faith is an evidence of those things you hope for. Faith is evidence your faith is the stamp of authority that those things you are hoping for, you will get it. It is the substance of things you hope. So it takes faith and operating in the principles or covenant rules of faith to get it. And once you get it, you call it break forth. So faith, your faith lies on vision. Let me put it this way. Every man that will break forth in life must have a picture of the future. Have a picture of what you want to break forth in. I think David actually gave us a dimension on Wednesday when he was teaching in this line and said, we're putting a difference between Pharaohs and um, Esau and Jacob. He said, why Esau was fighting for position? Jacob was fighting for purpose. 
and he said, while Sarah was fighting for position, they gave him a label, position number one. Pharez was fighting for purpose. And you find that every man that fought for purpose in the Old Testament, their name showed up in the New Testament. Why King Saul was fighting for position, office, David was fighting for destiny, for purpose. I have a purpose, I have a destiny. As a result, David has to follow the rules of men of purpose until he became the king which is called he broke forth. Am I communicating here? So until you arrive at the picture of your future which you have seen as hope and by faith walking towards it you didn't break forth. Hope is deferred when you have a vision without walking towards it. Hope is deferred, sometimes delayed, and deferred forever when you have a vision and you are dancing around without purpose-driven. Many people have prophecies in their life. Their mother told them prophecies. Prophets are prophesied. Even Lawrence Achudume has told you, this is how your life will go. And you went to bed sleeping. Service, zero. Commitment, zero. Sleeping and waiting for it to come to pass. You must have pursuit. That is to say, you must pay the sacrifice. To pursue, take sacrifice. I think I should talk about David a bit. Are you ready, church? Are you with me here? Let me give you some narrations. A young boy got up one day. He said, I had a dream. And what is the dream? I saw the 11 stars bow before me. The father said, well, that is your brother's. It's okay, no problem. They envied him. They didn't ask him, what do you mean? What should we do to also have a dream? The next day he came back and said, Daddy, I had another dream this time around. You and mommy, you joined them. To bow down, he said, what kind of thing is that? They envied him. They hated him. Look up, ladies and gentlemen. A man of purpose cannot be stopped by envy. You can't stop a man of purpose by hate. You can't deflate his pride because he has no pride. You didn't hear what I said. Can I take it again? You can't deflate the pride of a man of purpose because he has none. All he's interested in, how do I do the will of God? That even if God will bless me with money, with resources, anything, office, position, how will I use it? To glorify God, knowing that life is short. Look at the journey of Joseph. His own brothers picked him up. I said, let us see what becomes of his dream. 
They put him in the pit, sold him as a slave. He's watching his brothers. Blood brothers. Some journalists came to ask me a question was it yesterday, two days ago, when Monday, whatever. And they said, Have you ever been betrayed before? I believe as if I didn't hear. He says, Our next question, have you ever been betrayed before? I say I heard, but reframe the question. Reframe it. He said, he said How do you? He said, Okay. Has there been a time you will be? I said, reframe it again. And I said, let me help you. Say, was there a time you were not betrayed? Uh -huh, that is better. Because it's a daily occurrence. It's a normal thing. But a man of purpose does not re respond to betrayer. A man of purpose don't respond to Noise in the marketplace. You remain focused. Focus on your dream. Not on what they are saying. It's him or her. You set your eyes like a flint. Let's check the scripture together, please. Hallelujah. First Samuel 23. Mm, we read from verse 1. Can we stand and read it together? Follow the story very seriously. And I'll tell me about Joseph. Shall we go? Then they told David, saying... Behold, the Philistines fight against Kela, and they rob the tree floor. Read on. Of the Lord saying, Shall I go? And the Lord said unto him, And do what? Say it louder. Do what? Save Kela. Read on. Mm -hmm. Then David inquired the Lord yet again, and the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Kela, for I will deliver the Philistines. Why is David taking this risk? To do what? To save who? Response, to save who? To save Kela. Let's read on. Uh-huh. Yes. So David saved the inhabitants of where? Let's read on. The son of Ahimelech fled to David to Kela, that he came down and in his hand. And what did he see? And it was told Saul that David was come to Kela. And Saul said, God has delivered him to my hand, for he is shot in. By entering into a town that had gates. And are you following the story? Are you following the story? David saved Kela. And now Saul heard 
that David is in Kela, and Kela has gate. He said, no, I got him. Because in Kela, I know they will deliver David into what? Into my hand. What do we expect people of Kela to do? To do what? Can you be loud and say, to do what? Protect David. Since he just saved them from these enemies. Is that not so? Let's read on now. Together, to war. To go down to Kela, to besiege David and his men. Uh -huh. And David knew that Saul was really mischief against him. And he said to Abiathar, the priest, Bring Haida the Iford. Uh -huh. Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant has certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Kela to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Kela deliver me up into his hand? We saw come down as thy servant has heard, O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, What will he say? He will come down. One, the next verse. Then said David, Will the men of Kyla deliver me and into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, What? They will deliver you. That is, you on your own. Are you following me? Are you with me? David just saved what? Kayla. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but follow me. David just saved Kayla. Now, his enemy is coming. David expected that the men of Kayla will join him or protect him from Saul. Am I talking? You there with me? But the Lord said, the same God that told him, fight for Kayla, I will deliver the Philistines into your hand, and you will save Kayla. The same God told him, they will deliver you to him, oh. Sit down, please. Because I'm, I'm taking you on a journey. Men that break forth in life don't depend on mortals. I've listened to, I've read many biographies of men who made it in life. Some of them will say, they, they say by sheer luck and hard work. What they call luck and hard work is divine intervention. It's what we call the God factor. You will hear them say, I remain focused. Were they enemies? They were enemies. I remain focused. Were they distractions? They were distractions. I remain focused. Did my friends betray me? They did. I remain focused. Who would have expected? That Kayla will not be willing to save David. Learn a lesson. It is people oftentimes you have labored more for, you have worked for, you have made sacrifice for that betrays you. They are the ones that soon become envious and jealous. Why am I saying this? On your journey to break forth, don't look right, don't look left, don't turn back. You will hear many noise of distractions. Men that broke forth were not men that acted and behaved like dog. You know the way dog operates. If dog is going, he will stop here, eat little here, he will go play here, he just be jumping, prancing everywhere. You know the story of David. David was a man that has purpose. He knew someday he would be the king of Israel. 
The same David had opportunities to have killed Saul three times. He says, not part of my purpose. He said, it's not part of my purpose to kill Saul. In the first case, I will not lift up my hands against the Lord's anointed. Because even if I kill him, what value does he add to my purpose? If you stop others' progress, what value do they add to your purpose? How do they increase your height? How do they increase your size? That's why Nigerian politicians are not intelligent. They need psychiatric care. They steal and steal, thinking they are stealing everybody's own just to maintain their stay in government. They don't know that they, when they come to men of value, they are not worth, they are weightless. They are not men of honor. Don't be like them. Men of Kyla say we can't help you. And David has to take his life in his hand. The brothers of Joseph, Joseph was a small boy. Who do you expect to have nurtured Joseph's dream to fulfillment? Who? Who do you expect to do it? His brothers. They should have been the one that would have acted to David the way prophet Eli acted to Samuel. Uh, Joseph, do it this way. Joseph, because of your dream, do it this way. We know if you prosper, if you break forth, all of us will enjoy. Did all of them not enjoy it later? As I'm in church. So why do you now envy and try to stop the savior in your father's house? Because every family has a savior. And that savior has to pay a price. Ladies and gentlemen, be the one that will pay a price for your family name to be known. Be the one that will pay a price that your family will be removed from poverty. And the price includes being hated by those you were born to save. Being rejected by those you were raised to save. Being abused, ignored, reproached, accused by those you were born to save. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. So the journey to breaking forth, like the singwriter wrote, is not an easy road. It's not an easy road. But if God prepares you for it, he has equipped you, he will take you through. That's why the psalmist said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He said, why? The same God who gave me the purpose, he's with me. Malachi 4.2 he said, but unto you that do what? That fear my what? My name, what will happen? Shall the son of righteousness arise with what? Healing. Where? In his wings. If you are reading, read it loud and clear. He shall do what? Mm-hmm. Now let me look up. The word there is men that fear God. Fear God. 
Can I get the scripture again one more time, please, George? Let me get it. But, but unto you, say unto you, that do what? Shall what? Shall the son of righteousness do what? The word other than shall break forth with healing in his wings. But the condition is that you fear my name. God will not give you blessings when he knows you can't use it for him. God will not promote you when he knows when he leaves you, you become proud. There was a man in this church some years back and was miserable and I mean miserable ground zero with many degrees but miserable he came and said that's his position I said okay you will get it we began to pray for him pray some of us fasted I really prayed for him to get it and he got it when I was talking to him when he went for the interview and then with all the prayers and fasting with this how was it he said I, 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 I flogged them I, I flushed them how do they say it? I flogged them. Floor. Okay, I flogged them. No flog. It's I flogged them. You know I'm very intelligent. It didn't struck me. Eh? Very intelligent. It's I flogged them. Now I'm very intelligent. Eh? There was a man before he got the job could not say he's intelligent. This a man before he got the job was lily livered. Was crying day and night. Say, Apostle, pray, Apostle, pray. Now you just got it within a week. You are telling me you are intelligent? Do you mean those people you flogged? Is it flog? You flogged. Were not intelligent? They were not connected? And from that day, I knew he won't last in that office. And from day one till he left there, it was trouble. He left there in shame. He left the church. Because he began to, and I said, you can't stay in this church and show this kind of arrogance. Excuse us in the VABC. The same way I was told, I told one woman, Yafaja is laughing. Very broke and poor, but very proud. All the checks she gave in church bounce. I've never seen such a human being. 5,000 naira check. And she goes about bragging to people that uh, they are the financials of VABC. They are the one for the VABC. Every check she gave, I mean 5,000, some 2,000 that it bounce. We are the one paying bank. You know, when your check bounce, bank take money from you for wasting their time. We're paying, we're, we're funding bank. So at the point, we have plenty of our check. And she will come to a church and want to say, look, auntie, Go and help other ministries. You have helped us enough. Go and help others with your bounce check. You go to but once you give any check, I will call Benga, please. Confirm whether you should take it to. So it got to a point, nobody, once she give, she will go back to the say, please don't take my check to Banco. Not that she will bring the cash you. Pride. Till I say, please go to other church. You can go to Jubilee. Go and help them. Go to any church in town. I will give you a little recommendation. You have helped us enough here with your problem. Before you start disseminating pride, everybody, because pride is very contagious. It is difficult to emulate humility. 
Evil is cheaper to imbibe. I said, go to another place. There was one too that scattered choir many years back. Oh, I don't see things so. This one scattered choir. Divide choir into four. Different gossip in choir. One day I called her, I said, my daughter, you know, we are doing well. That is just Lord's achievement. You are, you are a good girl. We have tried in this church since we started. Can you go to another church and help the choir too? He said, no, this is our family church. Eh? He said, this is our family church. It's not going to be our family church. I said, your family church and you are scattering choir. I will give you a letter of recommendation to Jubilee. I will call up an additional that this is a good choir member. Go and help them. Let another person pastor you. You say, it's our family church. She refused to go. If I called him, some of you will know the person, but I won't call the name. So I began to pray. You know, such people, if you pray for them to leave church, they know they leave. I began to pray for her to leave church. She refused to go. Until one day she came, say one boy want to marry her. Ah, breakthrough don't come. So I can learn a lesson, so I can know who Lord Satsuma is. She came, say, sir, one man want to marry me. I said, praise God. After I say praise God, my heart sank. I said, Father, let you not be a member of VABC. Let the man, because if the man is from VABC, that means Aluta continue. We continue together. This, <laughs> so I now said, where is the man from? Is he from VABC? Is he not VABC? I said, okay, go and bring him. Go and bring him. Look at not from VABC. Go and bring him. Learn to be wise. Learn to be wise. You may laugh, but get the lesson. Learn to be wise. I said, go and bring the man. He brought the man. I said, my daughter, how did you? He said, God spoke to her. I said, fine, God spoke to you. He said, brought the man. Normally, if you want to marry a choir member who is committed and faithful, ah, you always marry me and the man, the girl. Marry, marry committed member of the church, those ushers, those protocols doing good job. You want to marry them? You, if you are not belong to VABC, ah, you go marry me, join the girl. I will beg you, can you come back? I don't want to lose them or let them marry and go somewhere and suffer. But when he brought the boy, I said, my son. I had to call him my son so he doesn't change his mind. My daughter said, the Lord told you that she's your wife. He said, yes, God spoke to me. I said, I approve it. I said, my daughter, you are sure God? He said, God spoke to me, sir. God spoke. I said, okay, God spoke to the two of you. The next question I asked, okay, when do you want to get married? The guy said, daddy, scrutinize him, scrutinize him. I said, are you the pastor? Because if I scrutinize this one, he will change his mind. And this guy is scattering church. What am I saying? To break forth, takes sacrifice, it takes commitment. Not only that, add value in the place where you are. Don't be a source of reproach. I said, when do you want to marry? The guy said, daddy, you scrutinize him. I said, I'm in charge. 
the boy said, we're taking about November or December. And that was February. I said, ah. I said, what of March? That's how I was talking to him. So they say, ah, daddy, no money. I said, I will pay. I will pay. I will buy your suit, buy her wedding gown, give you 90% of the reception bill. I will pay. They say, oh, thank you, daddy, thank you, daddy. And I finished the wedding in May. And I paid. And we had peace. Even church members rejoice when she left. The, that, that, learn a lesson. You may think, you did, learn a lesson. The one that was going to preach, I saw my car driving, the boy pursued me with motorcycle. Started shouting, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And I said, Stop, boy. I'm not, ah. I said, Don't, I don't know whether he carried something to fight me because of the person he carried from church. But we got to where we are now. The face was like this. The place swollen. I said, Are you not a boxer? He said, No, your daughter. I said, Your wife. He said, No, your daughter. Your wife. He refused to say the wife. Toba began to argue. Your wife, he said, No, your daughter. So what? Your wife, he said, No, your daughter. I said, Your wife, he said, No, your daughter. <laughs> I said, What happened? He said, She was, you just carry five pound, give and bah. I said, Sorry, you. I did go preach you. Hallelujah. Somebody in the house. Is somebody hearing me? Are you following me? What am I saying? If God will allow you to break forth in the picture of your vision, he must prove you that you fear him. You must be dependable, you must be reliable, you must be trustworthy. That if God is looking for who to send on Aaron, before you say, Lord, send me, He's already sending you. I know you won't like my message today. Are you happy with me? Who will say, Lord, send me? No, you don't mean it. Can you jump or you say, Lord, send me? Can you jump or say, Lord, send me? Isaiah said, God, send me. Are you looking for who to send? Who to fund the project? Who to go for evangelism? Lord, send me. Who to be in prayer band? Lord, send me. Who to join the choir, usher, evangelism team? Lord, send me. Give me Malachi 4, verse 2 again. Can we stand and read it together? Malachi 4, 2. Shall we go if it's on the screen? One go. But unto you that do what? Now, so hold on. Who does the son of righteousness arise for? Those that do what? And he arises with healing. Anywhere? In his wings. That is, he comes with power. Healing for poverty. Healing for sickness. It comes in power. It is those that fear him. And you shall go forth. Are you seeing that? Read, please read. Go ahead. You shall go forth and do what? And grow up as what? Cows of the way of the storm. 
Each time I, eh, you have left, which verse are you reading? Each time I talk to Pastor Matthew, we spent hours talking last night. Some of these guys with Dr. Mensah Otabi, how many of us want them to come for convention last year? Otabi has confirmed he's coming next year for convention. It's awesome. And it's coming for two days. I mean two days. I mean, awesome. So begin to plan for the convention next year. Many of you don't know how I planned. I had to fly to Ghana when it's actually coming. It was hectic. I just flew down to Ghana. He said, Lawrence, my diary is tight. I said, create it, sir. The secretary never thought we can get his peace. But when you are favored, when somebody loves, when, when you go with love, with a simple heart, I say, sir, give me a day, sir. But they're talking. So it's coming. Another giants are coming. So he will arise with healing in his wings to them that fear him. So miracles are cheap. To them that fear him. What was the secret of Joseph? Joseph feared God. In Genesis 41, verse 16, and verse 38, what is there? Let me see that scripture quickly. Genesis 41, verse 16. Read it together. And Joseph answered who? Saying, it is not in me. God shall do what? Say it louder, say it louder. Pastor Nicholas, come. If it was you now, you just interpreted dream of two people. It came to pass as you say it. How you go, Waka? You go raise. You say go raise your down. And when now the king called you, so I learned to interpret. He say yes, king. It's a small thing. <laughs> we are used to it, king. Have you not heard that I did uh, two of your boys? Apart from those two, I've been doing others that you are not told. Am I talking to you? You start blowing your trumpet. Say, King, we are used to it. See what Joseph said. He said, saying, it is not what in me. This is a man that fears God. You don't take the glory. You give him his glory. The moment God sees in you that if he gives you, you will say, it is me. It is I. The same thing that made them to cast Satan down from heaven. He will say, this is Satan Jr. Anywhere God sees pride, he shakes. Anywhere God sees pride, he's ready to fight the person. That's why I would say, God resists the proud. And he gives grace and capability and capacity to the humble to rise. Because it was pride that Satan manifested in heaven. So anywhere God sees pride, all he remembers is Satan. Joseph said it's not in me to do it. Even though it is him who will interpret it. It's not in me. It is God. I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert. It is God. What's in verse 38? Is it verse 38 or 36? What's there? The same chapter. Hmm? 38, verse 38. Eh? And Pharaoh said unto his servant, Can we do what? Find such a man as this, a man in whom is what? The spirit of the gods. Because it's either you have the spirit of the gods or the spirit of Satan. That's why I say, by their fruit you shall know them. By the character you manifest. God, please sit down. 
God will give Pharaoh an answer. The same thing happened to Daniel. Daniel feared God. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 17, Daniel said, is it about 2 verse 17? Chapter 2 verse 17. Then Daniel went to his house and made this thing known to Hananiah, Meshach, and Azariah, his what? His companions. What's the next verse? Read together, read together, one go. That they may do what? Desire what? Mercy of where? Of God. These are men that fear God. And Daniel reigned among six kings. Men who know how to seek mercy. Men who know how to desire mercy from God. Men who know how to cry before God. Concern this thing. That Daniel and his fellow people will not die like others. They will not compromise. They will cry for mercy. They will seek his mercy. Others could be doing it and getting away, but not Daniel. Let's go to God and seek his mercy. It was the fear of God that made David to say, I will not raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. Let me say, Yafajor now, that, uh, that uh, God delivered his enemies into her hand. She won't pray to kill them. Have abuse? You won't pray to kill your enemy. You say, eh, so you are my hand. First of all, give him vinegar to drink. Give him acid. Eh, Mrs. Dada? You won't wait. But David said, no, I fear God. How did David fear God? I fear to touch a man that God has blessed I fear to touch a man that God has anointed. I will not speak against him. I will not touch him. I will not kill him. Because I respect the one who has chosen him. Fear of God. Somebody say fear of God. Can you say it louder? Say fear of God. And, and in the journey of David, we told him went through. Saul was pursuing him. The women came to sing. Because why did David run away? First Samuel chapter 18 and 19. Why did David run away when the woman began to sing? If you look at chapter 19 or so, verse 9, or 18, verse 9, he said, from that day, Saul began to eye David. Give me that verse if you can get it. He began to eye David. Eye. Give me the verse. So I said, eye. Is it verse 8? Or verse 8. Huh? And Saul, what did Saul do? Who know how to do it? I, David. I can't do it. Women can do it well. If some women eye you here, you look for where to go and faint. Their eye will lift you from the ground, take you up, shake you, and then smash you. And so, I, David, from that day, Saul so hated David. Saul so was bent on stopping David from the throne. But you can't stop a man who has seen the throne. And walking towards the throne diligently and with the fear of God. Ladies and gentlemen, you will break forth in your vision, break forth in your health, break forth in your marriage. If you keep it in view and walking diligently to it without responding to distractions on your way. All other ground are sinking sand except the rock of ages. A thousand may fall at your right. Ten thousand at your left hand side, but you will stand. 
Why? You fear God. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they will comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Enemies are there, I am shining. That will be your story. Can I hear better? Amen. Can I hear better? Amen. So the whole journey began. I preached to us about him. A, 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 what is the name? All the enemies of David some months ago. Even as you get to chapter four, second Samuel chapter three, chapter four, and chapter five, all Israel came together. Say, why don't we make David the king? And his dream came to pass. Pharaoh said, who else can make a king, a prime minister in the land except this man? With all the challenges of Joseph, he became. With all the challenges of David, he became. Why do you think you will not become if you remain consistent with God? Why do you think your enemies will succeed if you remain consistent with God? Your enemies succeed when you derail from God. When you start fighting with their instruments. When you start defending yourself with their instrument, don't defend yourself with the instrument of the devil. Maintain your consistency with God. For some days I've been praying, praying for all tithers. How many have paid tithe? I still have a tithe, not because I need your money. I don't need your money. You need to pay your money. It's your responsibility to pay tithe. It is your duty to pay tithe as a child of God and to give your offering with joy. Not too easy to pay house rent. They come and cry to me, say, you, you are broke. Why won't you be broke? You are not even broke. You are broken. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. Joseph went through it. Hatred, rejection, disappointments, and whatever you can call. But they all succeeded. Psalm 105 verse um, number 18. 105.18 and get ready to pray. Mm. One o five eighteen. are we there read together one go. Whose feet, what did they do to him? With what? He was laid with what? Now, many of you do not know that they chained Joseph along the line in prison. He was chained. So he was a complete prisoner. And when he came out, became a prime minister, by the time he got to chapter 50, his brothers came. When he told him, I said, I am Joseph. They all were, they were shaking. He said, don't be afraid. He said, for God sent me forth to preserve a posterity for you all. Don't feel bad what you have done to me. If you didn't do them, there will not be testimony. Somebody didn't hear what I said. So what you are going through are building your testimony. You say, all of you, go and bring your children and your dogs and goats, all of them, come, because I need to take care of you in Goshen. There's always a price to pay for greatness. The price of humility. The price of kingdom service. The price of financial commitment to the kingdom of God. Because until you show God that money has lost value in your sight, he can't commit money into your hand. Until you show God that money does not control your life. Money does not rule your life. You are not serving God for money. You are serving him because he's God. 
I can't come to church because I'm broke. Let me tell you my story. Even as a student was trekking and running to church, those that have money will get to church late. I'm already there. Trekking, I would run and overtake Tazi. Because I don't want to get there late. I'm going to get there before the time to clean the church and do things that those that have money can't do. Any money in my hand will be the offering. I'm ready to trek back home again. Or should I tell you how to travel to Nsuka for a, a Christian conference without having transport fare? And I went and I came back. So when I tell you God is faithful, it's not by faith, it's for real. I prove this God is faithful. He owes no man. Doesn't owe anybody. But every man that fear him, the Lord will arise. With what? With what? With son of righteousness and what? Healing in his wings. So as you are going through the valley of the shadow of death, he's watching you, checking your heart, checking your attitude. He knows when to step in. In David's case, he knew when to step in. In Joseph, he knew when to step in. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he knew when to step in. It is somebody's time for God to step in today. That amen is for your neighbor. Tell three persons, it's my time. I mean, tell three persons, it's my time. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 7 verse 7 and 8 so that we can pray from here. Are you blessed today? Verse 7 and 8. Read together. One go. Then will I cause you to dwell in this place in the land that I will give to your father forever and ever. The next one. Behold, that cannot what profit. Sometimes you get stories about the economy, stories about people who say, That's why husbands are looking about my friend. Nobody has money, everybody is trying to have. And the best way to have it with honor and respect is to trust God, don't trust in lying. If you follow the stories about the economy, you may die before your time. See the people are committing suicide. Some sleep and didn't wake up. It's because of heart attack. Thinking throughout the night. A young girl, a young boy in the lorry committed because he's owing 400,000 500,000 committed suicide. One yesterday in Kaduna committed suicide. Students. Students. Over what? Even if you are owing money, give the person you are owing money prayer point. You didn't hear me. Doctor boy, may come and draw me money. I'm not saying do it too, but I'm just talking. Say you are owing me. Come and come and pay. Say you are owing me. Say come and pay your money. Ah, uh, sorry now. Nah, I will pay. I will pay. Just be praying for me. Just be praying for me. I will pay. You give him prayer point. He will go. Are you following me? Instead of fighting, don't deny it. Now, there's a mistake many of you are making. This app, borrowing money on app. Is it app they call it? Online borrowing. It's very easy to borrow. To pay is difficult. If 
they send me your picture, I will donate you to police. So. I'm telling you in advance. Because once you borrow them and the interest is so high, you will think you can pay it in two days. The devil will sit on you. One, you are disobedient in your covenant work with God. So, and you can't cry to God for mercy because you, you, you have damaged your relationship with him. Then they start pushing your name to everybody. Do you know this person? Do you know this person? I won't deny you. I know him. Go and carry him anywhere you find him. Come on Sunday morning. Wait at the gate. Don't enter church. Wait at the gate. Once you come, collect him from there. Don't go and borrow up. The interest is high and killing. Don't do it. Don't impress people in your dressing. You mustn't buy the cloth for that wedding, for that burial. You mustn't wear the one you have that look like it. Or don't go. Send the person the money you want to give him. But don't go and buy something and enter Bessie. I don't like your faces now. What are people looking at me like this? Are you hearing me? Live within your means. Be contented. <laughs> like me. Uh, when they invite me for a ceremony and I'm going, the ceremony will say, Dear, did you check the color of dress? I say, no need. I've never read color on any video. I've never read color. Never read, is it dress code that be? I told me, uh, Mommy Fajo one day, he said, me, say, Apostle, there's color code. I said, I didn't see it. But where wait what you have and come? Where what you have and come? Leave color code. If they say those that didn't wear the cloth, don't eat. You have food in your house now. Leave there, dance, and go to your house and eat. They won't say don't dance. They will say don't eat. Somebody shout hallelujah. But to buy, collect thing by app, and you stop sleeping. That's how your eye will be every night. Even you take peritin. Is it peritin? What that tablet? Valium. When you take Valium, your eyes still they look like this. Like star. Does it shine? They come and send me to say, I couldn't sleep last night. Tell me why you didn't sleep. Tell me why you didn't sleep. Isaiah 2.22. Rise up on your feet. Jesus ni koni monini baba o. Jesus ni koni monini baba. Isaiah two. Verse twenty two. Can we read together loud and clear? Uh huh. Cease from man. Cease from man. Man, include you. Don't put your trust in yourself. Don't depend on yourself. If you want to break forth, follow the principles of God. Fear God. Love God. Serve Him. Galatians 3. Galatians 3. Give me from verse 10. Let's read together. Hey, 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 hey,
Shall we read together Galatians 3 from verse 10? Read together in concert one go. For as many as of the works of the law are under the cause. For it is written, what? Cause is everyone that do what? Verse 11. But that no man is justified by what? By the law in the sight of God. It is evident, for the just shall live by what? By faith. Uh -huh. The next verse. For it is written, Cause is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Hold on, hold on. So Christ has say redeemed. Say like you say, redeemed. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He redeemed us from poverty, from sickness and disease, from shame and depression. Be made a cause for us, for it is written, cause is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Medical doctors will tell you that the symbol of, of medicine is a cross and a serpent on top, right? I'm sure you know where they got that thing from, from the Bible. When uh, the snake began to bite it, Moses said, no, take a, a, take a serpent, build it, and put it there. That whoever looked up, that was the symbolism of Christ to come. Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Jesus paid the price for you. Don't go back to it. What's the next verse? I love the next verse. I love the next verse. Read together. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive what? The promise of the Spirit through what? Faith. The blessings of Abraham. What are the blessings of Abraham? Prosperity, good health and mind. Making your dreams come to pass. Jesus paid the price for it. What do you ought to live your life? In obedience to God, fear God, love God, serve God. Others may condemn tithing, not you. Like I tell you, you didn't pay tithe. The church is, is going on. You didn't give. So, I mean, what is your problem? So, you don't pay tithe to help God. You pay tithe to help yourself. It's a show of your love for God. It's a show of your fear of God. That you obey the principles of the kingdom. We're going to pray today. God, every blessings of Abraham. Because next Sunday, God has given me an instruction. Next Sunday, going to be an anointing service for breakfast. I've not done anything for a long, but God spoke to me early this morning. He said, next Sunday, do an anointing service for breakfast. That's how to teach this message so that you can repent before you come next Sunday. Otherwise, I may anoint you, and I'm anointing empty head. I want to anoint a head that will carry the oil. And then favor will locate you everywhere you go to. Business begin to blossom. Financing begin to run to you. And you begin to shine like stars upon the earth. And the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his weeks.
because you fear him. Lift up those holy hands to heaven. Father, release upon me the blessings of Abraham. Can you talk to God? Lift up your voice and pray. 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 Father, release upon me the blessings of Abraham. Lord, release upon me the blessings of Abraham. The Lamb of God was slain. Lift up your voice and talk to him. He has won the victory. Oh, Lamb of God, we will praise your name. Lift up your voice and talk to him. We will praise your holy name. You have won the victory. We will praise your holy name. The Lamb of God was slain. He has won the victory. Oh, Lamb of God, we will praise your name. Oh, I received the victory. Oh, evermore. The testimony of my life. 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 Oh, people. Testimony of my life, people we get it. We see the testimony of my life. The testimony of my life. The testimony of my life. The testimony of my life, oh people, oh, they will see the testimony of my life, people will get, they will see the testimony.
all those hands to heaven. Please talk to him. There's no point pretending to be what you are not. Apostle Paul said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And this grace was given unto me was not in vain. He said, yet I labor more than all. Not I that labor, but the grace that labor. These are men that fear God, that trusted God by faith. And they arrived at the place of their dream. The picture they saw of their future, they arrived there. It is your tongue. Can you talk to God one more time this week? Talk to God. Talk to God. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Please talk to him. Pray to God by yourself. What do you want this week? What are you expecting from God? Can you lift up your voice and talk to him? Lift up your voice and talk to him. This God does not fail. He won't fail. My God who began it. He will accomplish it. My God who began it. He will accomplish it. Talk to him. Cry out to him. Hear what I want to sing. My God, who began it, he will accomplish it. The God who started with you in your life, he will accomplish it. The God who brought you this far, he will accomplish Complete Do you know why? He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He will accomplice it. I know he will accomplice Talk to him. Them that fear him. Them that fear him, tell him. Leave it for God. Don't worry yourself. Leave it for God. Don't cry anymore. Jesus is alive. Praise God. You can face tomorrow. Understand what you are passing through today. Let him defend his name. Now listen to me. 
Go ahead, play. Listen to me. Play, play. Go ahead. Listen to me, ready. Let me sing it alone. Play on, play on. Play on. Listen to me. Leave it for God. Don't worry yourself. Leave it for God. Don't cry anymore. Jesus is alive. Praise God. You can face tomorrow. He understands what you are passing through today. Let him defend his name. <laughs> Leave it for God. Don't worry yourself. Leave it for God. Don't cry anymore. Jesus is alive. Praise God. You can face tomorrow. He understands what you are passing through today. Let him defend his name. Hey! Leave it. Leave it for the Lord. Leave it. Oh, leave it for the Lord. His hands are not sure that he cannot see. His eyes are not blind that he cannot see. In the beginning, when God created the world, in the beginning, when God created the world, God made a plan for the whole universe. Do you know you were put in God's plan? Do you know your name was put in God's plan? Or were you the one now? That created yourself, or were you the one now that created yourself? Why do you worry when you have a God? Why do you worry when you have a God? Is your God dead? Come and try my own God. Is your God dead? Come and try my own Lord. It's alright, it's alright, don't cry no more. It's alright, it's alright, don't cry no more. Hey! Leave it for God. Don't worry yourself. Leave it for God. Don't cry anymore. Jesus is alive. Praise God. You can face tomorrow. Understand what you are passing through today. Let him defend his name. The God that lifted you up, he will never let you down. Hey! The God that lifted you, he will never let you down. He's a faithful God. I let you down.
arising on your behalf with healing in his wings. I see sorrow turn to joy in your life. I see weeping cease in your life. I see a new you emerge. I see a great you emerge. I see the champion in you emerge. I see a visitation in your life, in your home. I see financial breakthrough. Lift up those hands. This week, as somebody will say, Rarin' Amen, the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings for you. Whatever you are looking for, today by mercy, receive it. The favor you are looking for, by mercy, receive it. The help you are looking for, by mercy, receive it. The increase you need, by mercy, receive it. Except the Lord build a city, the laborer labor but in vain. I declare upon your life, you will not labor in vain. Because you fear the Lord, there will be strange divine visitations. This week you will get favor, business favor, marital favor, financial favor. Whatever be the siege that the enemies have built around you to hinder your greatness and hinder your progress in life, as your amen will turn that the siege is broken. The siege is broken. The yoke is broken. You are free to succeed. You are free to succeed. You are free to succeed. In the name of Jesus. You will break forth on every side. You will come back this week with great testimonies. Great testimonies. In the name of Jesus. It is where we try your future. Can you celebrate Jesus, please? Celebrate Jesus. Give him praise. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor and we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages, do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.org. You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.